Welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, a Barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store-bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I am your host, Nick Kachanov, and today we are heading to Amber Waves, which is, of course, one of my stops on, you know, my eventual pilgrimage to East Hampton. You know, date to be determined, but I feel like I'll get there one day. Uh, but how is everyone? I hope your week is going well. Um, what's new with me? My my mom is turning 60, actually, today, uh, the day that this episode drops, uh, September 23rd. So happy birthday, mom. Uh, we'll be celebrating her over the weekend, and it's, you know, it's shaping up to be quite the event. It's going to be great, so I'm looking forward to that. Other than that, um, not really too much to report. If you missed us last week... You know, on last week's episode, we narrowly missed getting arrested by the fun police with Ina and Patricia Wells. And this week, um, she's teaming up with the gals from Amber Waves, which also sounds like a really good drag name. Wasn't that the name of RuPaul's name in Tu Wong Fu? No, it... Hold on, was it Amber Waves? I know it's something patriotic. Hold on, let me see here. I'm looking it up. And RuPaul. Oh, it was Rachel Tensions, which is also a great name. Uh, Tu Wong Fu is great, but I will say Priscilla's better. I think that's the general rule of thumb. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, outranks Tu Wong Fu, even though Tu Wong Fu has good moments. So don't come for me, okay? Um, what else here? So uh, I also wanted to report... Um, or I guess this is more of like a follow-up. I know that both... Um, uh, good vanilla listeners Matt and Lisa commented and DM'd me on Instagram in response to my confusion as to why elderly people shouldn't eat egg whites. Um, it turns out it is a bacteria slash salmonella thing. If you're like immunocompromised or have a weak immune system, that you should stay away from egg whites. So you know we're all learning things on the good vanilla. It's not just uh a Barefoot Contessa recap podcast any longer. We're getting health tips. (laughs) Um, So thank you, uh, Matt and Lisa, for chiming in. That's uh, very kind of you to do so. Uh, What else? Um, Also, I did get a DM from Brooke um, on Instagram that uh, to let us know, or to let me know, and all of us really, that she read somewhere that Ina gets her signature button-up shirts custom-made. And I wouldn't put that past her, honestly. Like, if I had the money to do so, I'd get everything custom-made. That would be awesome. And especially, like, I don't know, shirts that are going to be, like, your sort of trademark. You want them to be comfy. So thank you for that, uh, you know, important piece of investigative journalism yet again. Um, uh, and that's thanks to Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. Um, also, Brooke put in an episode request in the queue, in addition to Lisa. Um, so I am set for, I'm set for a good while, actually. I think I might have a guest or two coming up, but I plan on getting to the, uh, the episodes that you gals requested, uh, requested at some point. So, um, look forward to that. And thank you all for like the comments and the episodes requests. It's really nice. It's all, you know, it's all happening on Instagram, really. I mean, you got to get over there. Uh, it's, it's kind of where the party is. And speaking of the party, how about that segue? I say we get in today's episode get into today's episode rather um this is season 11 episode 6 and it's called potluck party um 
So Ina begins. I can't remember where she was standing. I've been I've been reporting how she starts the episodes, but I feel like no, I can't even remember. Um, so she starts. She says, "I'm showing the adorable Katie and Amanda from Amber Waves form two delicious dishes for a potluck party they're throwing." First, lemon chicken with broccoli and bow ties, and a great crowd-pleasing wheat berry and farro salad. Then, I'm helping them set up a buffet table with a real farm twist. (laughs) I thought I said form twist. Um, But before class begins, I'm whipping up an easy tomato soup with grilled cheese croutons. Grilled trees. I'm I'm not doing well today, everyone. Um, Perfect for two hungry farmers and for me. So... That's the intro. I butchered that whole thing. But um, either way, this is all to say, the menu on this episode, it's like, it's tens across the board. There are no skips. I, I, I just feel like it's exceptional food. And, and I actually made one of these recipes today, so I'm super excited for that. Um, so let's begin. We begin with Ina stirring a big, like a Lucrecette stock pot. She's telling us that Katie and Amanda give a big potluck dinner every year at the farm, and Ina tells us that they always get a little nervous about it, so they've asked her for help. Um, and But first, she's going to make something comforting for them before they arrive. So they kind of have this whole eventual Katie and Amanda arrive, and it's, it's almost like a, you know, a welcome to Ina's house, and then she shows them how to make the two recipes. But first, you know, she's making this... Uh, this soup and the grilled cheese. I mean, grilled cheese croutons? Yes, please. Why isn't that like... I feel like every restaurant should... We should just do away with croutons and have grilled cheese croutons because genius. It's genius. So she is making the base of the soup um, by sautéing some onions and olive oil, and then she adds some garlic right at the end so she doesn't burn it. Oh, by the way, this is the recipe that I made. I made this for... Oh, it's so funny because we had, we said, Keon and I about, I guess, two years ago in 2019, we, we said we should have like, we wanted some sort of like annual tradition, like an annual party of some sort. And we both really love fall. And so we, we called it our, oh God, what the hell did we call it? I feel like we called it like the harvest party. I can't remember. It was something to do with fall, but it was a potluck just like this. It's, you know, there's such synchronicity in the air, really. But, um... Uh, so we we asked everyone to bring a dish, and um, this was what I made. And I remember that I made this, and everyone really loved it. And they said, you know, tell me about the recipe. And I, you know, I like batted my eyelashes and was like, it's Ina's. And they're like, of course it is. And I was like, ha ha. But um, there, I I was rivaled at that party. My soup was rivaled by my friend Jamie's lentil chili, and I was pretty upset about it. <laughs> But, um, you know, only because we have, you know, a, I feel like, you know, my, my closest friends, if I'm not like roasting the shit out of you, you know what I mean? Like we really kind of like dig on each other and just kind of, but like in a fun way, I don't know how to describe it. You know what I mean? Like we're both really sarcastic. So when everyone was complimenting her chili, I was getting, you know, like pretend mad in the corner because I knew that my soup was good, but this is all to say that I've made this soup before, and it's amazing. So, I can't remember where I left off. Uh, onions, garlic. Okay, and then she adds four cups of homemade chicken stock. I did not use homemade chicken stock. Sorry, Ina. Um, and 28, uh, a 28-ounce can of crushed tomatoes. And then she adds a pinch of saffron, which I actually did have. We do have that on hand. 
not all the time, but uh, actually, I feel like the saffron, <laughs> the saffron that we do have is probably like it's like it's expired. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what the the level of freshness is or the expiration date of saffron, but I feel like we've had it for a good while. But you know, why not? And I put it in. Uh, and then salt and pepper, of course. So while that simmers away, Ina tells us a little bit more about amber waves. And then we have this whole like section where Ina sort of narrates. She says, Katie and Amanda met when they were farm apprentices, and now they run Amber Waves as a nonprofit, community-supported agricultural agriculture, excuse me, and education center. They have two acres. They grow 100 varieties of wheat, fruit, vegetables, and flowers. The potluck party is thrown each year for local farmers and fishermen to celebrate the start of the season. Nice. It sounds like a great time. I don't know if I'd want to learn about agriculture. It's not really my thing, but um, I, you know, we've all seen amber waves being featured, and you know, and some like sprinkled in through episodes. So it's nice that they that they finally get this feature. It's cool. So we're back in the kitchen with Ina, and she's boiling some water for the orzo. Um, she partially cooks it for about seven minutes and then she'll transfer it to the soup so the starch from the orzo can thicken the soup. And honestly, orzo's great. I will never turn down anything that has orzo. Like, I love a good, like, summer salad. Like, instead of, like, a pasta salad, to do it with, like, orzo and, like, fresh dill and maybe some feta and tomatoes or something. Like, that's, that's heaven to me. That's really yummy. So... Um, I, I remember I was excited about the Orzo and people at, you know, the harvest party in 2019. We didn't have one in 2020, obviously, and I think we're going to have one this year. But then my friend Jess said that she's also going to throw a harvest party. And I said, what? I'm like, so my plan is to have our harvest party the same day and see who shows up. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't do that to her. But um, I'm sure both of them will be lovely. And she just moved into a new house. So it'll be great. Um. Losing my place once again. Orzo. Okay, and then, so we go back to Amber Waves just for a second, and Katie and Amanda are scooping three hefty scoops of wheat berries for Ina. And then we pop back to Ina's house. She's adding a splash of cream to the soup, and then she starts on the grilled cheese croutons. Again, yes, please, grilled cheese uh, (laughs) coupons. (laughs) Grilled cheese coupons. Uh, Grilled cheese croutons. Uh, It's... It's great. And, uh, you know, a grilled cheese, everyone knows how to make a grilled cheese. But, uh, you know, the, the bread she uses looks great. She uses a hefty amount of Gruyere, grated Gruyere. And um, she actually cooks her grilled cheese in the panini press, which, rem- which made me remember that I have a panini press. Um, and that's not a humble brag. That's just literally like it's kind of like a out of sight, out of mind thing. But what I will, what I will brag about is uh, the fact that we bought that panini press at a Goodwill for like fourteen dollars or something, and it's a nice one. We all, you know, you always look like what they retail for, so you can like brag about it. And I feel like it was, it was a pretty penny, so we were really excited about that. And then we went like panini crazy for like a month, and then I forgot about it. So you know, maybe I'll make a grilled cheese on my panini press. It it's. I mean, first world problems, but it's it's a pain to sort of like lug out of the drawer that it's in. Ugh, I know that sounds so like, what privilege. <laughs> but um, and it's also a pain in the butt to clean. So anyway, I'll stop whining about my amazing panini press. Um, so she, yeah, she cooks the grilled cheese in the panini press and then she takes them out and cuts uh, it into strips. 
and then into these little bite-sized cubes, and it's just so cute. Um, and Katie and Amanda arrive, and Ina says, are these not the two most gorgeous farmers you've ever seen? And then she kind of gives them her, you know, her signature, like, half-armed hug. Um, and Ina hands the girls their soup, and um, they hand Ina the wheat berries, fair exchange, I'll say. And Ina keeps, she keeps bringing up school. She's talking about, like, school being in session. And I get it. She says, I hope you enjoy the soup. School is open because I guess she's teaching them how to do the potluck. I don't know. Maybe it's because they, they're involved in education. I don't know. She's really pushing the school. Um, maybe because they're getting a lesson. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like trying to justify Ina. I'm trying to help you, Ina. Um, so Ina begins to make the, uh, the lemon chicken with broccoli and bow tie. Oh, this... I made, I watched the episode, I think I watched this episode like two days ago, and it looked so good that I had to go downstairs and make my own version of it, which I didn't have, I don't think I had any chicken, I didn't have bow tie pasta, I used penne, and um, like lemon and garlic, and uh, <laughs> virtually like none of the ingredients that I'm about to mention. It's like the poor man's version of this, uh, but let's get into, you know, the the actual version. I love bow tie pasta too, it's, there's something really... I don't know. There's something really special about bow tie pasta. I just like how it looks, and I think it. I think it's a good pasta for a pasta salad. So, she blanches the broccoli. She starts with that first, uh, but she does not shock the broccoli into a bowl of ice water because she wants the broccoli to be able to absorb the vinaigrette when it's still warm. And I remember the girls were they were shocked by that. They're like, "Wow!" They. It was almost like they were about to say, "That's a crazy idea." But um, they went with it, of course. And then after that, she uses, uh, Ina uses the same water that she blanched the broccoli in to boil the bow tie pasta. You know, she's so resourceful, that Ina, not just a hat rack, um, which I would have never thought of, by the way. So I think that's such a great, <laughs> such a great uh, use for the, the water that's already boiled. Um, so next up is the marinade for the chicken, which is pretty simple to be honest it's three quarters a cup of fresh lemon juice olive oil salt and pepper i think that's it there might be some herbs coming up actually uh we'll find out so ina asks how many people katie and amanda are expecting and they say they are expecting 50 people and ina says whoa (laughs) as in like how are you gonna pull this off uh it was just cute and then ina asks how many people actually end up bringing dishes And then Katie and Amanda tell the story about how one year they asked everyone to bring a dish or a drink, and everyone brought beer. And they just, like, laughed. I would be so pissed. I would be so hungry. But that's why you never give them the choice. You know what I mean? Like, you tell them, I would confirm way ahead in advance, like, what are you bringing again? Okay, we have 25 people bringing beer, so you got to bring, you know, a dessert or something. I don't know. Um, So... They do add some chopped thyme into the marinade. I knew there was an herb coming up. Um, and she says that the chicken breasts, you know, once they're sort of all in the, in the marinade, that they should marinate six hours to overnight. But through the magic of the Food Network and, and cooking shows, really, they already have some prepared in the fridge. So next, Ina waves the girls outside to the grill. Oh my gosh, these chicken breasts look so good. Like, they don't look real. I wonder if it's from that, like chicken place down the road where they like slaughter the chickens like fresh and that's probably where she gets her like gigantic chicken breasts with the bone in that she always does too but um they just look so perfect and um 
I, I wrote this down because, you know, I know not everyone watches along with me, but for the longest time through this episode, I didn't know who was who. I didn't know who was Katie and who was Amanda. And then finally, Ina addressed, I think Amanda addressed Katie by her name because Ina said, who's going to grill? And we learned that Katie is the one that is the grill master, and she's wearing the striped blue and white shirt for everyone who's keeping score. And then Amanda is the one with, like, the curly hair. So while Katie grills, Amanda gets to go back into the kitchen to help Ina. Uh, the bow tie are done cooking, so it's time to make the dressing. And again, a pretty simple dressing. Into a, into a saute pan goes some butter, some garlic, and then Ina shows Amanda how to zest a lemon. And I wonder why she just didn't jump into this, Amanda, I'm talking about. She, she said, like, I guess Ina said, like, do you want to, are you okay with zesting the lemon? And she's like, why don't you show me? So either, I was like, you zest it. <laughs> and like, she had the rasp. It wasn't like rocket science. I don't know what was going on there. Maybe they wanted Ina to show her how to do it. I guess, you know, going back to the school thing, I guess Ina's showing them everything, even if they already know how to do it. So, um, they put the zest of one lemon into the sauce, and we have a quick cutaway to outside, and Katie's flipping the chicken, and then we're back inside with Ina, and Amanda holds the, uh, the sieve over the sauce while Ina squeezes some juice out into it. And right on cue, Katie walks in with the cooked chicken. It looks cooked to perfection. Um, Ina suggests they all sort of take a breast and cut it diagonally, because um, it just looks better, you know? And then they put the chicken into the pasta and then add some pine nuts, which I just love. I can't tell you how much I love that. And uh, Parmesan cheese on top of that. Ugh, it's just... I would be all over this. I would just, like, if I saw this bowl on the buffet, I would just... I'll pull the, I would pull one of those, like, and what is everybody else having? And then just, like, take the whole bowl and then, like, pretend. You're like, I'm just getting... And put it down. But really, I would eat all of this in one sitting, probably. So finally, it's time for wheat berry and farro salad. Amanda is doing, she's in charge of peppers, carrots, and scallions. And uh, Katie is draining the farro and the wheat berries. And Ina is sauteing some red onions. She adds a smidge more olive oil and then some balsamic vinaigrettes. And this will all eventually uh, become the dressing for the salad. And Katie dumps uh, into the farro and the wheat berries. That sentence does not make sense. <laughs> I'm like, Carrie, Carrie, oh my gosh. It's, uh, you know, the struggle is real today, folks. Let me try that sentence again. Katie dumps, I'm looking at my notes. I wrote Katie dumps into the farro and wheat berries. I don't know what that means. It all goes into the same thing. She's putting both of those ingredients into the pot, into the bowl. And then, um... Amanda tosses in the peppers, carrots, and scallions, and they're chopped very um, small, I guess. It's like a fine, fine dice, fine chop, one of those things. You know, she, she cuts it into like little itty bitty bits, which is cool. Um, and then Ina adds the vinaigrettes and gives it a big stir, and it looks great. I love like farro, and um, I guess like to me, like farro and wheat berries, they, they kind of look the same. I know they're not. But, like, I love a good, like, if I'm out at a restaurant I've never been to and there's, like, an option for, like, a side of, I don't know, some sort of farro salad, it's, it, they're, like, they're just really hearty. I feel like I should, I should buy some is what I should do. Um, anyway, uh, so 
they taste it. It obviously tastes great. All the girls are into it. And um, Ina decides to add some fresh parsley on top of that. And Amanda, you know, right on cue, she says, we actually love parsley. And it's one of our favorite herbs to grow and eat at the farm. And Ina, you know, that's like catnip for Ina because she'll she'll step right onto her soapbox to, uh, you know, <laughs> shout throughout the land that parsley is an underutilized herb. And she actually thinks it's got a lot of flavor, uh, which I agree. I'm not disagreeing. I just love that that's, you know, it's one of Ina's passions, really. It's one of her platforms. Um, so Ina says, uh, I would say that we've nailed wheat berry and farro salad, wouldn't you? And the girls, of course, say yes. And then Katie poses one last question, or I guess she asks Ina for one more favor, which is providing tips and tricks for helping set up the buffet table. And Ina says, this is my specialty. So next, Ina is at Amber Waves on site, and it is windy. <laughs> it's like, you could tell Ina's just like a little miffed here, you know what I mean? I feel like, I mean, wind can be a nuisance, even if it's a nice day. If it's windy, ugh, gosh. I mean, of course I'd rather have wind than rain, but there's nothing worse than like having like a lot of delicate things on the table and just like having them whipping and like everyone just has to like be on guard. It's like a lot of I don't know. I don't know what I would choose, honestly. Maybe I would want the rain over the wind. Either way. Um, so Ina's just, Ina, like, it's like a whirlwind here. She shows up. I feel like this whole segment lasts. I feel like she was in her car and Food Network was like, okay, it's really windy. You have Ina for like five minutes, so just go. <laughs> because it feels so rushed. It, and, and well, I'll, I'll get into it here. So she helps. Um, there are some like yellow flowers that Amanda was setting up, or Katie was setting up rather. And she helps Amanda set up the glasses and then like another drink basin. Oh, that was all Amanda. Um, I'm getting confused now with these girls. Uh, so Ina then, she like runs over to Katie and suddenly we're in like double time. It went from like <laughs> like regular viewing to like 2x speed. And they're like throwing bowls all on the table, all like willy-nilly, like big white bowls. Um, and then Ina slaps some wheat grasses in the middle of them. And they keep going from like this like tight shot to the wide. It's I I really felt like I was getting seasick here. It was it was a lot. And um they wrap the silverware in that, like, classic Barefoot Contessa green color. It's, like, lime but not lime. You know what I mean? I feel like we know. So next, they're wrestling with these magnolia branches. And I, I actually like them a lot, but it just doesn't look like they're ever going to last and stand up straight in this wind. The wind, it was, it was intense. Um, and literally, just as soon as she got there, she was like, I'm, I'm ready to split. I'll see you, see you girls later. It was... It really felt like they only had five or ten minutes to film this, and Ina was like, I gotta go. Um, but in the end, the table looks great. Uh, the potluck, potluck is a huge success. Um, they show, like, the guests sort of arriving, and everyone looks great. Uh, one of my favorite things, actually, they, they sort of zoomed in, was a stack of loaves of bread. It was called, it had this, like, cute little, you know, this, like, it was like a little plastic thing. I feel like you do it with like flowers. So you remember like what, what is what it has like a little point at the end of it. Um, but they wrote Carissa's breads. They were like white and green and red. And I don't know, Carissa's breads. I'm going to have to add that to my East Hampton tour. 
I should Google that after I record this because they looked amazing. Um, and then there was a homemade pizza with eggs on it. Ugh, yes. I know that some people are diametrically opposed to eggs on a pizza, but I and and let me be specific: a fried egg, not just not just like scrambled eggs, um, a fried egg. But I I will literally put a fried egg on like anything. I put it like on my cereal in the morning. I just think like it always is the missing ingredient that is just like, you know, if there's a fried egg option, I'm gonna add it. And 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 I've had pizza before, um, with fried eggs and it's great. I've also you know you can have it like on pasta. Ugh, it is just uh, heaven to me. Um. And we end the episode with Katie and Amanda. They're sitting at a table discussing how they could they could have not done it without Ina and her help. And they, you know, they cheers to Ina. And, you know, cheers indeed to all the delicious food on this episode. I will, I mean, I, I want to make that lemon chicken bow tie pasta like properly um, sometime soon. I'll report back on how that goes. Um, but I guess until then, it's time to say goodbye. Wow, that episode went by super quickly. Uh, thank you again for listening, everyone. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can follow it on Instagram and Twitter at GoodVanillaPod. And you can also send me an email at GoodVanillaPod at gmail.com. Also, I made a Facebook group for The Good Vanilla. Very easy to find. Just search The Good Vanilla on Facebook. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review. I saw a couple five-star uh, ratings come in. That always makes my heart sing. It makes me know that you all, you all are out there and you are appreciating what I do, and I appreciate you. Um, and of course, if you if you don't have access to leave a five-star rating and review, just tell another Barefoot Contessa fanatic. That also works. And if you want to know where to get more of me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Kachanov. And you can find me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, every week with Colin Drucker. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time.